There's my phone charger. So welcome back to the episode of BS Radio. That's Bittersweet Radio. I'm your host, Chan. I'm Aaron. This is my co-host as well. Wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm Aaron. <laughs> still, still me. And we're back at you. Uh, we have to call this a new season. Yeah, season two. We totally didn't uh, flake on you guys for two months. Uh, it's not like we were stressing consistency <clears throat> so much. <laughs> and then flaked on you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, without warning, no, nothing at all. It's like Rick and Morty. We'll come out of nowhere. Just disappear like a, a April Fool's episode, but it turns out it's actually a real season. Yeah, but I had to wait till like after 420. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So this episode is not brought to you by anyone. It is from our own pockets. Because we love you guys and we are stubborn as shit. <laughs> so if you're out there and you're you're doing your thing with advertising and you want us to brand your pillows, pillowcases, <clears throat> Brooklyn in or anything. Mattresses. Yeah, I wouldn't like a new bed. And we're really good about talking good about the stuff we love. Like we just had the best dinner at the shittiest looking restaurant with the best Mexican. I'm gonna let food. you know guys, straight up, the dirtiest places that you eat at Okay, the dirtiest foreign places you eat at the best. are the best. Like the if best. it's a right restaurant, like if it's like TGI Fridays and it's dirty, don't go there. It's it's like it's equally everywhere. But if it's like Mexican or Chinese or something, it's dirty for a reason, bro. That's third world dirty. <laughs> That's still clean. And a seven five seven, the best taco place around has to be Nico's Taco Nico's tacos it is the greatest place i've ever been and i'm so glad i found a hole it's literally a hole in the wall i literally drive past this place all the fucking time but when i stopped and i was like hey let's take a look at this place that's my brother's name let's go in and i went in there and my brother wasn't there but i was like it's a mexican it's restaurant good it's delicious i got a quesadilla and imagine like two handfuls of steak that's how much it's steak is on this quesadilla almost a pound of steak in a quesadilla yeah it's enough quesadilla okay I also gotta stress how cheap his food was. Like, I got like a pound of steak and a quesadilla. It was like $10 with two sides, and it's delicious. So, anyways, that's Nico's Tacos. They have the craziest meats you can ever want like tongue, tripe, cheek meat. For all my foreigners out there, you know how much you love that shit. Get to Nico's Tacos. They got the good meat, they got the weird meat. It's, it's just. And weird. it makes you meat sing. Yep. Alright, so. Get Nico's Tacos. And that is how good we are at talking up the stuff that we love. <laughs> so all of you sponsors, um, you can email us at bittersweet.radiopodcast at gmail.com. I'm so excited to be back. We got that shit to a fucking whatever. It's it's good. <laughs> you hear that, guys? Organized. Consistent. Stressing again. And then we're going to flake next season. <laughs> So on this new season, uh, we just want to basically reiterate who we are. We are millennials. Um, if you didn't listen to the last 12 episodes, there's some good stuff in there. Chan goes to jail. Um, <laughs> this wasn't the reason why we left. Right, no, Chan went to jail years ago. Yeah. Uh, we talked about nerdy stuff, Star Wars. We did our first feature. Books, feature, with yeah, uh, anime, yeah. waifu chat. Christmas um, episodes. I mean, we did a little theme with candy theme to theme. name our shit. Yeah, and then and then we stopped doing that because I was kind of. It was kind of lame, but like yeah. I'm lame as fuck. So we want to stress that we're millennials and we talk about stuff we complain about, so but if, not necessarily complaining. So if life gives you lemonades, you make. No, if life gives you lemons. If life gives you lemonades, you make the lemon millennial lemonade. 
Because <laughs> in the dilemma, this is what we do. We talk about dilemma it. Dilemma Millennial Lemonade? Boom! He said it correctly. I think I almost did it right, but I had like one extra consonant. I don't fucking know. Let's let's jump into this shit. All right, Philip DeFranco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so basically back to the grit. We're back to the struggle. We're not jumping back to the first episode where we talk about millennials and avocados and all this bullshit. No, we're not ruining anything. We're talking about struggles and what makes you a fucking beast. Because I want to jump into immigrants. These motherfuckers struggle all the time. But you never see a lazy one. You know what I'm saying? That's fair, yeah. Every immigrant that comes to America is a hardworking son of a bitch. Absolutely. These guys will grind their fucking asses off they'll come like they'll come in segments too like you'll have the dad like they'll have a family in mexico the dad will like crawl his way into america <laughs> he'll work his ass off picking oranges and shit send money back and then have them crawl them like one by one you know what i'm saying they have the coyote that that's a guy who like smuggles immigrants in or no, aliens they're, they're, in. they're putting a wall up now i know but it's like that'll stop them yeah apparently mexico pays for it <laughs> oh, but man. yeah like they but, struggle hard as yeah, there's no lazy ones. You know, you got all these, like, all of my Republican white people, like, oh, they're taking our jobs. It's because you lazy piece of shit just want to sit in your welfare and not work for anything. So, there's that. This is that. exactly the point. Like, these immigrants work... Okay, this is very subjective, but these immigrants, if they have the right, like, knowledge, education, shit, they work harder than all Americans. Right. I remember I saw a valedictorian speech uh, for this uh, high school graduate, and she, like, told everyone, hey, by the way... I'm an illegal immigrant, and I'm valedictorian because I saw opportunity and I took it. You know what I see that? If I was the white girl sitting in, like, was it the second place runner-up of I'm, I Learn More or some shit like that, I would be like, yo, fuck this bitch. She's not even American. On the phone. I will call ICE right now. Hey, Immigration Services, yeah, this girl who is in front of me in the class... Who's ranked number one seat, by the she's way. She's ranked number one, she's very smart, but she shouldn't be here. First of all, I'd rather her be here than you, bitch. You know what would happen if, like, she she came out before graduation and she would actually call, like, I need a valedictorian seat now. <laughs> Talk about that's it. like some mean girl shit. Dude. That is some mean girl shit. They're going to be a movie about that. Uh, that's going to be my next sitcom, so whoever steals that, um, oh, I know yeah. where you got it. I'm writing already, bitch. So yeah. if you steal that shit, you hired me first. <laughs> Produced by BS Radio. <laughs> Bitter Sweet Radio. So we've got our uh, our movie production line. We've got our new drinks, <laughs> Dilemma Millennial Aid. And we got um, a new snack line coming out. Dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're fucking set, but I want to... We're still talking about struggling, dude. Oh, so, yeah. I'm struggling to stay on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> we struggled a lot to get this back on. Yeah, I mean... And it wasn't like financial problems. It was just like our lazy millennial asses. Lazy millennial asses, but also... We just want to give y'all guys like a good product from the heart, and we just felt like we needed a break in order for us to like really reconsider who we are and just refocus. That's such a white corporate excuse. You know what? I work like in Starbucks. A, I work in a white corporate world. Speaking of Starbucks, can we talk about uh, a little bit that that racism that occurred in Philadelphia? There's plenty of okay. Which occasion? Because it was like two different like um, the, racial shit. Well, yeah, the most recent one where, or where of course they got all that bad limelight and decided to close Starbucks for a day in May. That's gonna be a really sad day for uh, you. For me, because I'm white and privileged and I need Starbucks every day. It's uh, how okay. Let's go back to that. How the fuck do you realize how much you're spending? On Starbucks coffee? I have a weekly budget. How much is the budget? My weekly budget is uh, $25 a week. That's bullshit. It's $25 a week. You really? Really, really. So like five days a week? Five dollars? It's six days a week because it's four dollars. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to break. <laughs> sorry. He's yeah. not breaking the piggy bank today, but there's 52 weeks a year. It's, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, 25 times 52 is... A lot of money. A lot. That's like $1,000 a year in coffee. Starting to tickle your throat, right? Starting to realize that you spent $1,000? I think I need to rethink some things, Shan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just throwing this in your face. $25 a year. $25 a month. Oh, yeah. That shit. That's $100 a month on coffee. This is one drink a day per Uh workday. And then an extra one on a weekend. Uh You're killing yourself. Uh-huh. I'm here for a long time. I'm sorry. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. And that's my motto. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, now that I put it in the fact that I'm spending between $1,000 and $1,200 a year on coffee, um, now I feel like shit. Thanks, Chan. Um, yeah, I spend a lot more on cards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we know that's a... Uh, yeah, yeah uh, I can easily not spend five grand a year on cardboard. <laughs> With cool pictures on it. <laughs> Some of them aren't so cool. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so struggles, man. So uh, immigrants, this is, <laughs> they're pretty close to your heart. Yeah, immigration especially because my parents were immigrants and were, well, they're citizens now, but they came through here, they came through the process and everything, and I see them struggle. My parents are the most hardworking people I fucking know. I'm freaking out because they're down, like, they're upstairs listening, and I hope they don't, like, know I'm talking shit, but I'm not talking shit. I love my parents. They provide so much for how little they can do. And that's immigrant love right there. Mm. These motherfuckers will do, like, will get hit with so much for so little. Like, they start from nothing. That's the biggest thing you have to, like, like think about when you think of this shit. You basically don't have an identity coming to this country. You have no history, no credit, no nothing, yeah. no you, money. No ba- you can't even do a background check. No background. Like, they don't no know. No credit? Yeah. Like, what's your credit? A mango? Probably an orange? <laughs> What's your, what's your credit, mango? Uh, we're looking for a minimum of papaya. <laughs> papaya. Uh, jackfruit, probably uh, 600. You need, you need to have a papaya. It's so, like you can't, you can barely find, you know, a fucking apartment in this climate. Especially a brand new immigrant coming in. So you get to have friends of a friend of a friend. Then get like a small job washing dishes. Like you can't get real jobs. This is why people complain about like these stupid immigrants because oh they're taking all our jobs. What jobs? Like because the jobs I think you're thinking about are like you know like tech services and all that shit. No, those are like those those are different jobs. These are jobs that need you know credentials, background checks, right? Identification at no, the minimum. They're doing they're like the dishwashers and the cooks and the, the labor jobs. The labor jobs. I've seen so much TV shows where every time you see an immigrant that's like a construction worker and they were like, "Oh, why are you doing that shit?" No, it's like a private for hire shit. Like they can't get by the book shit because it's everything to do is by the like under the table, by the hand, and they can get caught any moment. Right. That's the worst part about immigrant. And, they just, and the best part is they bounce back. They bounce back from anything. I've never seen anything bounce back harder. Like, if there's a trampoline that's, like, standing on its side and they bounce off it, they bounce harder than anyone. They bounce back harder than... If these people are at the rave, these dudes bounce harder than anybody. Nah. I'm just saying, they bounce, dude. Immigrants bounce harder than anybody. I had a racist grandfather. um, Not your episode, did (laughs) it? Who firmly believed that um, it wasn't the Mexicans that were the hardest workings. It was the Guatemalans. So he had only... Sorry, he was racist, but like specific racist? Specific racist. He only (laughs) hired Guatemalans to do his yard work. (laughs) How do you find 
And it's weird because they all like for for a white person or well, I mean even for me, I and, can't tell like Mexican Latino. Right, like, I, I can't tell either. the difference. I'm surprised he could, but he he knew when he was hiring Guatemalans, and this isn't like somewhere where there's a ton of like Central American population. Like this is like Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, and he basically only, it's all Korean. And he yeah he was only hired Guatemalans to do his yard. That's um, racism. Yep, that's uh, like he's extreme no, racism. He's no longer in the family, so don't worry, I'm not a racist bigot. <laughs> I didn't learn much. I didn't know his ways before I left. <laughs> we disowned him. They dis- he disowned you guys. No, we disowned him. Uh, he could be the real winner here. He's like, these guys aren't racist enough. Back to the clan. <laughs> he <clears throat> is basically Donald Trump. Whoa. That man's our president. He's also hella racist. Is Donald Trump that racist? He's pretty racist. Uh, he called Haiti a shithole. Which even people from Haiti say, yeah, it's a shithole, but... But we don't say it. But you don't say it, especially the leader the leader of a country. You don't call one of your allies. I don't want to get into Donald Trump because it's it's enough information to bounce into another episode. And That's true. I'm not ready for that episode. I'm so collected into immigrants and struggling and white people shit. Okay. So I'm ready for that. All right, Donald Trump, you're next. I'm putting now. him in my back pocket, though. Okay. He's definitely in my back pocket. We'll talk about it soon. Not soon enough. Probably next season. I don't know. Let's see what next time he fucks up. Yeah, we'll see. I think, honestly, just a quick side note, I think he's starting to, like, learn the reins and not be a complete asshole. It's been a year. He spent 25% of his time being an asshole. He still needs to, like, lay off of Twitter, but I think, in general, he's learning that he needs to be a professional. Um, so if we want to, like... Fun fact, uh, recently, about, like, March, he had, like, a heart problem, and he's told to uh, change his diet. And his diet was horrible. He yeah, eats like, pizza have... without the bread. Yeah, man. He scrapes a... off the toppings and eats that. What? Yes, I'm talking about a president of the United States. His favorite, like his, his one of his like favorite foods to eat is pizza without the bread. So he gets a slice, scrapes off the toppings, and eats the cheese goo and the you know toppings on top of that. Would you elect this guy? Um, I did not. I'm knowing like half the Republicans would probably be like, I don't want this man. But then the other half are like. Yeah, scrape it off. Put her on a fork. Those are weird people. I bet some Democrats be like, man, he's pretty cool. They're, I don't know. But All that's right. for another episode. <laughs> Definitely another episode. Yeah. We're dwelling too much in the Cheeto of the country. So struggles, man. We talk about the hard struggles, the immigrant struggles. I'm going to hit you with a sidewinder. I want to hit you with the white struggles. You know, the, the gluten-free struggles. The I can't eat anything that's not organic struggles. I'm talking about... First world struggles. These are first world problems I'm talking about. I'm gonna hit you with one right now. All right. As I vape my millennial juice, what is your first world problem, Chad? <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm making PB and J. Okay. And I had way too much jelly to outweigh my peanut butter, but I can't add any more peanut butter to it because I can't you... mix the spoons, you know. Well, plus you got the peanut butter jelly to bread ratio. You can't mess that up. Exactly. It's already heartbreaking enough to mess I was, that. I finished it, but I was not satisfied. And I was like, can't I was like, so mad. Can't you like squeeze some of the jelly out? I, you could, but like, then you have to, then you mess the presentation. It looks good, man. It's a who, bread. Who are you presenting this BBJ to? myself, to? motherfucker. I'm letting <laughs> you know. When I make my food, I feel like Gordon fucking Ramsay. All right? I, I yell would, at myself. I make idiot sandwiches all the time. I would love to watch Gordon Ramsay make a, make a uh, PB&J. I would, too. Because... I, I, would, I would like to make him make it organic. Like, like he crushed makes, up peanuts. Like, he makes his own peanut butter. Grab grapes and make jelly. Just, like, squeeze the grapes. 
all right, so you gotta do this, let it ferment a little bit. Don't be a fucking idiot, though. You really gotta caress it. Like, I don't know how he would. <laughs> Have you seen Gordon Ramsay's YouTube channel? It's beautiful because he's not oh, yelling God. at anybody because he's. A it's lover. like a family channel. It is. His kids are there and everything. Yeah, and oh, like, man. like he, he like speaks so seductively about this food. It's you gotta, like you gotta love the talk. I can't even talk with him, but I know he yeah. says like he does a little hand gesture. Yeah, and he like, oh my god. And like sometimes he'll he'll sprinkle a little. He's like, oh, fucking delicious. Like something like that. Um, fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, exactly. I love that line. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could do an accent so I can just hit it all the time. But I, I do all Asian accents. I watched uh, BBC for like four years straight, so I can do a pretty good British accent. All right. Uh, I used to go to stores and like try to convince them that I was like from. England. It's weird because yeah. you resemble more Colombian than England. Well, I mean, they got all kinds of races, man. They're a melting pot just like we are. Well, yeah, but they're cool. Like, they're black people who speak or sound cool. Yeah, because you have like... Uh, <laughs> Quick maths, man. What's his name? Idris? Uh... Yeah, Idris. Idris, guy. yeah. He's... Gosh, he's so sexy. But yeah, <laughs> I, had a, I, had a, I had a huge problem that I didn't know how to overcome. It was the most stressful moment... That I've had in my adult career, my adult life, I broke my charging port in my phone. Yes. This is the <laughs> biggest, pro- like, this is the biggest problem I've ever had. This is the most white thing I can say, the most privileged thing. I broke my charger and it made my life, it turned it upside down. I was so stressed out. Why? Why can't, people don't have phones now. I, but look, I depend on this. I'm a millennial. I don't own an alarm clock. So I'm like, oh, how am I going to wake up in the morning when I have 2% battery? That's not going to last through the night. So I'm like looking up websites, trying to find like an online website to wake me up. I'm like, this is bull crap. So what I did, um, I'm fortunate to have uh, a Samsung Galaxy that has wireless charging. Oh, so yeah. I was like, hopefully I didn't fuck up my battery and it's just a charging port. So I'm talking, this isn't like a normal time of day either. This is like 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the morning. I need to be in bed in a half hour to wake up. that quick fix? Yeah, I'm like, what do I do? So I go out of my house wearing nothing but like gym shorts and a t-shirt because that's what you wear to Walmart. And went over to Walmart and bought a wireless charger. In at 1 a.m. It, it was, okay. The, was it work night? It was a work, work night. It was a work night, yep. yeah. Uh, my receipt stamped 1.27 p.m., I was buying a phone charger. You know how suspicious that looked? That looked horrible. It looks terrible. I'm over there like stalking around the electronic section. Nobody else is there. I'm just a creepy dude in a hoodie and gym shorts. And like there's a, um, I'm, like, speaking of immigrants. Oh, you saw one. Um, no white people work the overnight shift. Oh yeah, they're privileged. Yeah, no white people work the overnight shift. So I had this very, very friendly, um, but kind of timid looking Filipino lady come up to me which I would be too like I'm not a huge dude but I'm definitely taller than an old Filipino lady yeah Filipino ladies don't hit over five feet right she's probably good four seven four eight and I'm just here like it's 130 I need a charger <laughs> give me that one I wasn't talking like that but yeah but to her it's to like her, that's what it's like yeah middle of the night uh gosh but long story short I did get the charger it does work and now we can do our podcast yeah, because we do, we solely, re- we need Aaron's phone <laughs> I just can't to f- run this shit. Yeah. How dumb does that sound? Because I have the same exact phone as you. You know what, you know what's so dumb though? Like, it didn't, it's not like it just stopped working. Like, the port just stopped working. I messed it up. Like, I feel like I betrayed my phone. 
Like this phone has loved me for the past year and a half. And what did I do? Oh man, the, the little cable won't go in because there's a bunch of lint in there. So I try to get the lint out, break the freaking pins that charge the phone, and I just, I, I broke it. First world problems. Yeah. So now I'm bougie and can't use cables. I can only use wireless chargers on my phone. You're fucking weird, man. <laughs> you tell me you can't charge your phone when you drive now? Nope. Can't handle long trips? Nope. These are some first world problems. Uh, I've already had this discussion with my girlfriend. If we go on a road trip, we're going to keep her phone plugged in. And then once we get to the hotel, I can go... Boop. <laughs> That's the best part. You, It's so fucking Iron Man. You just go... Place your phone on a counter and it charges. That's so sweet. God, it's the coolest thing ever. I, I want the equivalent of that to be a table. So everything charges when I put it on the table. That'd be sweet. Oh, something that was also like stressful. Wait, sorry, hold on. Patent that shit. That's my idea. No one take that bitch. <laughs> anyway, continue. Because <laughs> um, I wasn't sure if the wireless charger was going to work. I wasn't sure if I was going to have to like go get a new phone the next day. So I plug in this wireless charger. It's like... It's like... It's a gamble, dude. It's like General Hospital meets MacGyver. I'm just like, come, come on, come on. Raise an anime. Just like plugging stuff in and just like tapping it. And then, it's, and then I swear, I was over here, the little pads on my desk, and I wish y'all could see this, but I'm just like... Uh. It's like Mission Impossible. Yeah, just like Mission Impossible. Like <laughs> Lay trying it down. To, it's, like, um, it's like that scene from Indiana Jones where like he's trying to like yeah. make the quick switch. I was just like... Placing the phone there. And it worked. That's, you think that's, that charger will work on other things? What do you mean? If you think I put my vape on top of it, would it charge? No. Uh, I just wondered. I'm, I'll try. I'll, I'll, I'll see what happens. Who knows? It might blow up. Yeah. Maybe. First <laughs> Maybe. problems though. That's the big. That's the biggest problem I've had. Another that's problem. Another problem I had. This was a few weeks ago. I don't know if we actually talked about this in the podcast or not. When somebody stole the vape out of my car. No, we did not. I wait. I think we did. But we'll, we'll reiterate that. Well, I'm going to talk about it again because this just talks yeah, about Yeah, Dilemma Lemonade. This just talks about, this isn't millennial problem. This is definitely the Generation Z, the generation right below us. They're a bunch of shitheads. I'm just trying to enjoy a nice, beautiful sushi dinner. Aww. With my chan. That's me. Um, and these fuckers. And these fuckers. So, in my car, I have the following. A bunch of trash. Cash laying on the floor, a pair of Ray-Bans, a good $250 set of sunglasses, a shitty vape mod that's been dropped several times. Visible, like, scratches. Like, it's really Visible beat. scratches beat to heck. It's, like, it was bent. Like, I dropped it on the tank, so, like, the top was bent. Um, and then... It's obvious that it's, like, it's a piece of shit. Right, it's a piece of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And two bottles of e-juice... And what did they take? Did they take my $250 Ray-Bans, Chan? Backpack? Anything. Backpack. Nothing. My backpack is full of Magic the Gathering stuff. When I'm not sure if you realize this. That backpack's easily worth two grand, three grand. Yeah. It's money. It's like, you money. go to any comic shop. I don't condone like, stealing, but if you buy a house and a collection's there, you go to the quickest comic shop and ask for the value estimate and sell to them for a lower value. Yep. That's the, that's the quickest switch. Yep. So, no, they didn't take the backpack. They didn't take the Ray-Bans that were sitting next to my vape. Also they, easily, like, seen. Like, that's the first thing you see. Yeah. Like, it's that little compartment where you put the change, like, yeah. right next to the seat. Exactly. Like, like it's they, right there. They reached over it to get my vape. 
They didn't steal the $3 I left on my floor. They stole <laughs> the vape, which I'm going to lie to myself and say, I don't need it. I don't need the nicotine. I do. I do need the nicotine. I feel like a douchebag when I do it, but it just feels good, and it's nicotine that tastes like Fruit Loops. It's a picture. He just took a drag, and it's cloudy in my dining room. Yeah. So what did I have to do? I had to go over. We were parked right next to a vape shop, and I went and bought this vape. And I was like, okay. I found one. It was on sale. It was like... 70 bucks instead of 100 bucks. I was like, all right, cool. It's a whole set. I didn't want to like spend $200 like some people do. It's red. It's a little flashy, and I got it. A little, Chan, a little flashy? Shut up. A little flashy? It's, I was, in my mind, I'm like, it's red, whatever. And she, the, the girl selling is like, oh, yeah, it's got a light tank, so it should be really cool. I'm like, light? All right, cool. Lightweight tank? I guess that's what she meant. No. The tank lit up whenever you used it. Guys, this, this thing, he... he you know, inhales and push out really cool clouds. This thing looks like a Burger King toy. It looks like a Burger King toy. It's a toy for It's a Happy Meal toy. I thought it was like, all right, okay, it's cool. It looks, it's red like a race car. And then Chan's like, it looks like Iron Man. Yo, but I think you, you were liking it at first because you definitely got a matching drip tip. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I didn't want it to look dumb. For its light up tank and its gold trim with red metallic flashiness. I took apart the tank and ripped out the LEDs because... Those lights were dumb as crap. Well, first world. First world problems. I have a vape that looks like Iron Man, and I'm not sure if I like it or not. Because on some days I'm excited, and on other days I'm like, this is... This is a toy. This is fucking stupid. I don't see vapes as toys. They're fucking tools, man. They help me ease myself down, nicotine, this, this, and that. I don't smoke I mean, like, cigarettes. it looks like a toy, but like it's like, it's metal. <laughs> That's the only thing going for you. But it's bullshit. You did spend an extra like hundred bucks for no reason. Then yeah. you should have. First world problems. Yeah, I'm like like oh first world problems. Uh my parking meter didn't have enough change or I got this first world problem every summer. My AC works too well. It's too it's too cold. I put a sweater on in the summer. It's too cold in my house when I use my AC. I said it's like seventy four and I swear I could see my breath. <laughs> That's not seventy four. I know, because, like, I have an entire AC unit for, like, two rooms of the house. So if I, like, close my bathroom door, my thermostat can't tell that it's cold as shit in the other room. So it just keeps blowing cold air. Well, goddamn. Yeah, first world problems. My AC works too good. My blanket's not long enough. My toes stick out. First world. (laughs) Yeah. My bed's too comfortable. My house's not big enough for all my things. Gosh. Yeah, it's horrible. (laughs) We were just talking about third world, like, people working so hard, and I'm talking about, you're talking about AC being too cold. First world problem. Starbucks is going to be closed on the 29th of May. Yeah, for racial something class. I don't know. I, I think that they're going to learn what black people look like. Fuck that. I need my Starbucks. I think you go to Dunkin' Donuts that day. I do like Dunkin' Donuts. They got, maple, they got maple glaze. Yeah, but I want coffee, not donuts. And first of all... When did donuts and pancakes become a breakfast thing? Another first world problem I have here. Yeah, it's pretty desserty. Yeah, they're, they're cakes. It's fried dough with frosting on it. They're cakes. Yeah. Like, when I look at, like, French breakfast, they have their baked shit are baguettes and olive oil and tomatoes. And then and crepes are, like, egg-based. And then our fucking, our fucking country is like, hey, guys, no worries. We're going to fuck it up. We're going to give you the Belgian waffle. You know it's Belgium. 
And we're going to put a heavy dose of butter and syrup. And chocolate chips. <laughs> and whatever healthy fruit you want <laughs> to have a balanced breakfast. Oh, What gosh. the fuck? I went to IHOP and my girlfriend got chocolate chocolate chip pancakes with chocolate drizzle and whipped cream. Well, first of all, IHOP is... I don't think IHOP is a breakfast place. I think that's a late night place. IHOP is the perfect place to go at 2 in the morning when um, your booze is wearing off and you can finally drive somewhere and you're hungry. Well, it's like 3 in the morning and Taco Bell closed. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Just drunk Taco Bell. Oh, I like man. to be... Like, if I'm, like, super drunk or I'm done watching a show or I'm done partying or something, usually around that time of 2 to 4 a.m., Right. I would love to go to a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. Like, and it's not- IHOP, Denny's, and just get something really greasy. To absorb everything that I just like, all the poison I ingested right. prior to that. I'm not saying little poison, I'm talking about alcohol, guys, because alcohol is horrible for you. It makes me do crazy cool things. <laughs> Beer coolies! I've played that game once. <laughs> I played Edward like 40 hands. Eddie 40 hands, where you duct tape. Oh, yeah. yeah. As you can tell, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm a big How I Met Your Mother fan, so. Yeah. I need to play all these games at least once. <laughs> I do want to play True American once, and that's a, that's like a drinking game from New Girl, but no one knows the rules. Yeah, no, I know. I was just watching New Girl the other day, and it's that episode where they play that game, and then they have to go to the birthday party the next day. Yeah, and how, the game looks fun as fuck, but how? How do you play? They name me shit like, Freddie Roosevelt, FDR, and this is that, John Wolf Kennedy, and I'm like, oh god, what? And one day, I'm just going to look up the rules. In fact, I might do that while we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Back into struggling as he's uh, going to look up rules for a game that doesn't exist. <laughs> so I'm looking up, uh, not looking up, I'm going to talk about struggles again, but back to the immigrant side. And I had a lot of struggles fitting in. And it's weird as fuck. So like elementary school, that kind of age where you, you want to make friends, and, but you, you don't know how to. So you, you, try, you force relations, right? Uh-huh. I remember this one incident and... Uh, so I'm Filipino and I grew up with like Filipino food. And I, everyone who's Asian can relate because they go to like white school. My school is pretty white. It's pretty mixed. Uh, I get, I bring in food from lunch and it's pancit, so it's noodles, you know, but it's, it's not like pasta where it's white noodles. It's dark noodles because it's like soy, soy sauce based and a bunch of weird meats and vegetables in there. And kids complain that I'm eating worms and I'm like, no, it's not. Is that it's, common? It's not. Well, the craziest part is I saw it on a TV show. It's on Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat. I used to watch that show. Yeah, with Eddie Huang. Yeah. And I was like, when I saw the episode, I was like, dude, I can so fucking relate. <laughs> like, oh my fucking God. This little pudgy Asian kid is getting knocked off for eating, like, chow mein. But <laughs> I'm eating pancit for my culture, which is basically the same thing. Right, yeah. And I'm just like, bruh, it's dark noodles that look like worms. I just remember they, they open get the carrot and they're like, ooh, that smells so bad. So we yeah, got embarrassed and didn't eat lunch. Oh, I definitely ate my lunch. I said, fuck those kids. I sat with Asians for that time. <laughs> like, I, I remember that that was a big like moment for me, though. Because, like, it made me real self-conscious about what I bring to school. Mm-hmm. And I know I should be proud of what I eat, but I was like... I was like seven. You can't be proud of anything. You can be proud of your GI Joes, right. but not what you eat. So like, I, I kind of like forced my parents into making me like pay for food now. Like I go into lunch lines, and they're like, "You only get to lunch line if it's free or it's discounted." So we had to get the form, <laughs> and we got it because we were poor. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was that was like a big thing for me, and 
I don't know. It, it really affected me. Like, I didn't at the time. I didn't think about it. But, like, now thinking about it, it's just like, damn. I really can't enjoy my mom's cooking at school. <laughs> Plus, it was on microwave, so it's kind of hard anyways. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I probably could have qualified for reduced lunches, but my family was too prideful and wouldn't apply for it. I'm telling you, dog. We spent 40 cents per lunch five days a week. I spent $3.10 at lunch. Who saves more money? You. This guy. Yeah. No, I, I just never was allowed to eat school lunch. Really? Yeah, no, I always had uh, my lunch packed in a, in a paper sack. Which yeah. I got pretty jealous because all my kids had like, not my kids, all my friends had like <laughs> cool lunch boxes. Or like the lunch box that has the matching thermos. Oh, or God. like the backpack that has the matching lunchbox that has the matching thermos. What? The two for one. The three for one. <coughs> oh, the three for one. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, so yeah, like, I never had a cool lunchbox, but I didn't really care because I didn't have to wash my lunchbox. I just got to like throw it away. Oh, yeah. um, but on the downside, I couldn't like save some of my snacks for later because I didn't have lunchbox. I think one first world problem for me is that I wasn't able to have lunch because I took eight classes in uh, high school. You see, all AP classes. That does not happen uh, in other states. Um, we had designated lunch. Oh yeah, you grew up somewhere else. Yep, I grew up in the um, the hipster portion the, of the north. The pine tree state. Oh wow, you have a, a yeah. tree. Pine tree state, Maine. You know what the you know what the state flower is? What's that? Pine cone. Wait, wait, wait. Pine cones are flowers, or are you just think, claiming think that? about it? It is a flower. It flowers off of the tree. I'm always set. He had to explain this. Yeah. Yeah, state, uh, state flowers and pine cone. Um, lobster's hella cheap up there. And Portland, Maine is basically just Portland, Oregon. Just as many hipsters and just as many liquor licenses. Okay. Uh, I've never been to Maine. Uh, I just know you guys have lobster. It's you, beautiful. You fly these lobsters out. Everywhere. Yeah. Everyone loves lobster from Maine. Yep. Uh, it's 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 all right. Do you ever find those true American facts? Um, so there, there's not any in-depth rules. Um, there's a summary here that we can go in in depth, but um, just some quick snippets, um, some quotes. Uh, it's, it's a 50% a drinking game and 50% a life-size Candyland. Dude. Um, well, American-based. And like, well, it's more like 75% drinking, 20% Candyland. And by the way, the floor is molten lava. And then someone's like, actually, it's 90% drinking, and then it's a loose Candyland-like structure. I gotta learn Candyland. Candyland is totally random. Really? Yeah, so basically you get this board of different colors, and it squiggles around, and you pick a card, and it's like, travel to the next blue square. So you travel to the next blue square. The next person draws a card, and it's, travel to orange squares. Orange, orange. And this one says, travel to the block that's at the end of the freaking map. That's fucking weird. It's all RNG. It's it's completely. How do you win True American? But then True American was cool because like someone makes crown out of all the beer they drink, and I want to wear that. Right. So I need to win True American for someone who's born someone who doesn't fit in as American but is an American. I want to be the True American. (laughs) I need to drink more white people. Yeah. So to (laughs) summarize, players will take turns to win moves in order to navigate the tables and chairs and cushions, which uh, are your only escape. From the molten lava floor. At the center, there's a castle made of a bottle of alcohol and many beers. 
As players traverse the game area, they remove beers and drink them. Once all the beers have been removed, the first player to reach the bottle of alcohol, finish their beer, and take a swig from the bottle wins the game. Guys, I want to make an episode about this. I want to be, I want to recreate True American. It's not going to be today. It's, not, it's probably not going to be this season. We could do it, though. Fuck it. It's on my fucking birthday next week, two weeks. We're making True American happen. Okay, I'm, I'm putting really high expectations on this. Yeah, we... No, I need more people. <laughs> next year. What about uh, 4th of July? 4th of July is so True appropriate, American. dude. True American. President's Day, too. All these are really appropriate. So, Memorial yeah. Day. So, we should, um, we should get a group. Get, like, six people. I gotta bring extra cushions. I have plenty of cushions. The floor is definitely low. We'll fucking up this game. <laughs> your house, my house, your house for sure. Yeah, man. True American. True American. I'll bring a 24-pack, two of these. Oh, this could be a fun time. Anyways. <laughs> first world problems, not enough beer. Ah, uh, beer. First world problems, guys outnumber the ladies. First world problems, I prefer beer out of a bottle than beer out of a can. That's not, that's, that's everyone. <laughs> Can is just how you get fucked up faster. I never drink canned beer. It tastes bad. Well, no. You're not, you're not supposed to drink it. You're supposed to shotgun it. I don't. You're supposed to drink it fast. I don't want it in my mouth. <laughs> Why are you so bougie? Take this back. I'm white and privileged. You're not right? playing True America at all. We can't play with bottles. You can't play with a couple bottles, but... Uh... Are you down or are you down? Are you peer pressuring me to drink canned beer? You're drinking... You're drinking alcohol regardless. <laughs> Am I pressuring you? How the fuck? Yes, I am. Oh, God. That got off the rails. It's part of the game. How am I going to make a crown and a staff out of bottles? It'll just be heavier. It'd break apart. I'm using scotch tape. We use duct tape. It still will break apart. All right. I'm, I'm done struggling. I'm done talking about true American. I'm done with Aaron right now. <laughs> I can't understand why you... At a party, man. It's a party. It's a party. I never had friends, man. I didn't go to parties. You threw a couple parties. I've been to them. I threw some hella parties. You're you right. threw parties with canned beer all the time. No, there's never canned beer at those parties. I brought that. Fuck you. There's never canned beer. Even the shitty Budweiser was in bottles. I brought that too, man. Fuck you. Shit. <laughs> That's a king of beers. <laughs> hey, you take that shit back. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> we about 30, 45, 30 minutes into this shit, and I am angry. I'm furious. You got those. All these emotions. I'm struggling to find words. Got those eyes. I'm not sure if you're angry or We're turned just... on. <laughs> Sometimes both. I'm so angry and hard right now. <laughs> so what words were you going to say, Jan? I forgot. I don't know, man. I do like to say, uh, when we're rearing the end, we're mm -hmm. re-ending. <laughs> re-ending? Yeah, we're re-ending the, the, the end of the podcast soon. So I'd like to put a couple announcements out there. Uh, we're going to shoot another episode next week. We're going to have some more content for you guys. We're going to have another feature for this season. Uh, it's going to be one of my close friends. We're doing a feature? Yes. It's going to be a next episode. We got a feature. And we're going to talk more about culture, especially uh, hip-hop culture. Shout out to New J. Cole album. It's trash. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the hippity hops. Yeah, the hip hop, especially the hip hop culture, especially we're gonna talk about because the feature is my homie, and we're gonna talk about what makes hip hop hip hop and why is we favoring these this new generation of rap over this shit and that. And that's that's for next episode. You'll hear it next week. Uh, we gotta talk more about us complaining, the dilemmas in life, 
Why lemons make lemonade? Millennials and dilemma lemonade. Dilemma millennial lemonade. <laughs> Say it for me one time. Dilemma millennial lemonade. Dilemma lemonade. You were good the first time. Dilemma millennial lemonade. Dilemma millennial lemonade. Look for it at uh, your current Walmart store. Might have merch for that shit. Who knows? We all do shit like that. I, I don't do shit like that, but I will make my own shirt. <laughs> Pitch, we ain't got merch. Shit, no, we ain't got no merch. <laughs> Bruh, but for real though, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened. Thank you for all the new listeners for new season. All all listeners, I know you guys are mad because we haven't posted. It's been months. But yeah, uh, appreciate all the love. You can check us out on Google Play iTunes and SoundCloud and SoundCloud and you can email us for anything you want questions about or topics or you know advertisers you heard how good Nico's Tacos was I'm letting you know though email is uh, bittersweet.radiopodcast at gmail.com bittersweet.radiopodcast at gmail.com it's not an official email. It's definitely a Gmail made one. As you yeah, can tell. We just, but it, it sounds official. Sounds official until you get to the Gmail part. It's cool because I said dot in between. So it's, yeah, there you it, go. it makes sense. Yeah, uh huh. I think maybe I don't know. Whatever. We're gonna see y'all next time. Well, you won't see us, but we'll we'll see y'all listening. Yeah, uh, we're gonna be more active. <laughs> like we said, we will. Like every other episode before. We're gonna this. be so consistent. So with this consistent. Podcast, we're gonna have every. Someone mean that <laughs> every week. Oh yeah, we're so fucking good. Anyways, uh Look out for the fourth of July. This I'm Chan. I'm Aaron. Uh, we're signing off. So Asian porn. <laughs>